This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. Anthony Bourdain once said that In-N-Out is his favorite restaurant in LA, and people from all over the country flock to the West Coast for animal-style goodness. But are the burgers and fries worth the hype, or is In-N-Out kind of overrated? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada. And today we are talking about, is In-N-Out overrated? Why? Why? Because this you. This is disrespectful. Because you. Because the type this... of people who immediately cut off the conversation because they have, I'm not trying to pull like, facts don't care about your feelings. But if you have, your emotional attachment level is too high to in and out to render a fair judgment. It's not. I can tell you wouldn't even let me Why finish the question. Why do you assume question. that I have an emotional attachment? Is it because I'm a woman? You. Oh my God, no, do not. No, we respect. <laughs> I don't even see gender. Or, I just think that. <laughs> People is is people and in, in and out. Hey, welcome to Hot Dog the Sandwich, the show we break down. <laughs> no, because when I started saying is In and Out overrated, you immediately cut because me out. You wouldn't even not. hear it. Because it's not. It's good. Of course it's good, but that's not how it's rated. It is rated as transcendent. Oh my god, who said that? It is. In and out is is Who said that? In and out is exalted as a god tier restaurant. I mean, the Anthony Bourdain thing for me is really big. And obviously, I mean, he loves In and Out, and there's no reason to me not to love In and Out. I yeah. love In and Out, and I am comfortable saying that. I'm not comfortable saying I love you to like a family member or uh-huh. anything, but I'm comfortable saying it to this fast food chain. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And it's a big part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. But the question isn't like, do we love it? It's, is it overrated? And so when people like Anthony Bourdain, you know, say that it's his favorite restaurant in LA, that it's the, his first stop after he gets off. I remember uh, that LAX. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, awesome. Uh, but so many of his like fans and then, you know, in and out is such a photogenic thing that it's become like a clout chasing photo on Instagram when you come to the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. To take, I mean, you know, the cute photo. They got the little red wrappers with with the palm tree logos on it. And, you know, people yeah. take a, 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 the thing with the cheese dripping of the double double. Yeah, and then the influencers throw it away and walk away. It's, they don't throw it away. It's an, emo- <laughs> it's, it's an experience. You're going for the full California experience. It's the long lines. It's the fantastic customer service. It's the crappy French fries. It's the delicious burger. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. But I think it has been risen to such unrealistic expectations by people Why? that now I think you're seeing this like backlash against it mm-hmm. where you'll get like, like a bunch of people, and this happens with everything, right? This is the the scarcity complex. This is the same thing behind the McRib, where like mm. people <laughs> McRib. It's Do not a, compare the McRib to the In-N-Out. Mc, In-N-Out is the McRib of fast food. What? They've that is created such... they've created an artificial scarcity that has caused people to wait in lines. It's also they, I mean they call it a uh, line theory at clubs, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. I understand line theory. Like they they don't uh they like allow string theory. Just like string theory. No, you like I was gonna jokingly explain string theory, but I have no idea. Was Stephen Hawking, time and space, or relative? I don't know. My teacher told me to watch it one time and it has to do with Forrest Gump and I'm like, okay. What? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Uh but no, I understand what you say when it's like the hype. You yeah. think it's overhyped. You see a line, you wanna stand in it because you wanna <laughs> figure out what other people are standing in line for. 
I, but I feel like the line is worth it. I, I've stood in a, not stood, I've <laughs> sat in an, in an, in an outline more you, than once. You, oh, in the drive-thru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were lining up for in and out like in no. person, just scooting on your butt like a dog no, that has worms. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about like the drive-thru lines. I'm not talking about the lines out the door. I never experienced that because I used to go to the in and out in Westwood and I knew the times of the popularity and then uh. that time's popularity. Wait, you know what? You know what sucks? We never talked about our favorite In-N-Out order. First and oh, foremost, yeah. tell the people and me what your favorite In-N-Out <sighs> order is. Okay, so my In-N-Out order has changed over the years depending on how bulky I wanted to be at the time. Okay. So when I was a teen and I was like, I really wanted to be bulky so I could throw a shot put far, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, it was two double-doubles, chopped chilies, onions two ways, and animal-style fries with a large Diet Coke. Okay. Why the Diet Coke if I was already doing that? Uh, unclear. More of a symbolic gesture. Sure. At that point. But uh, onions two ways are both raw and grilled, which to me is perfect because you get the best of both worlds. And again, I love In-N-Out. And you get the chopped chilies on there mm-hmm, for a secret so menu. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. It is a very well-cooked, well-proportioned fresh burger at a fantastic price point. So why do you think it's overrated if you love it so much? Because, okay, so so here's a big thing, right? In-N-Out, like I said, it's a fantastic price point. If that burger was it's 12 three, to $15. Yeah, it's a $3 burger. It's a $3 burger. And it is what it is, which yeah. is a $3 burger. The question is, does any $3 burger deserve to be risen to a certain level? So when Shake Shack, right, which is a New York-based yeah. burger chain started by Danny Meyer, I mean, that was founded in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. When Shake Shack came out to LA, it spawned so many articles that were like, Shake Shack versus In-N-Out, which one is better? <laughs> and then everyone would eat a Shake Shack burger and they'd be like, there's twice as much meat and the meat's way better and more fresher and they use a softer bun and Shake Shack's way better. It's like, yeah, it was started 55 years later and cost two and a half times as much. They have craft freaking beer on tap. They are not comparable. Yeah, no, you can't You can't do that. No, and so like In-N-Out's comparison should be McDonald's. Yeah, right? I think that's totally fair. They're at the same price point. They were started around the same time yep. in the same area, too. The yep. first McDonald's stand was 1948 in San Bernardino, mm-hmm. and the first In-N-Out was 1948 in Baldwin Park. So, like, those are the contemporaries. One. Do you ever go to, like, the first In-N-Out? Uh, I've never been. I don't know oh how. I used to work in Ontario. Uh, what? Why? Long story. Ontario? I used to live long. in Ontario for like a month. What? I don't know. I worked there for three months and I was like, why am I driving an hour and 12 minutes? Um, <laughs> and like I would go to that in and out that was like the first in and out. And then sometimes I'd go to the in and out university and I'd just look. Wait, where's the in and out university? I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere in between my house and Ontario. That's interesting. Cause I, I think so the in and out university was open sometime in the 80s, like 30. <laughs> math is hard. 30 it's something in years. Park. It is in Baldwin Park. Yeah. yeah. And so that was, you know, the the essentially the, the training center they opened up for managers, which is another huge part of In-N-Out's success is how well they are run. Yes. Which is absolutely true. I think the way that their operation per, like performs, it's amazing. It's it is. A, it's a performance. The way that they treat their employees is amazing. The way that they treat their managers is amazing. Even I th- they hand sheath the lettuce, Josh. You told me that 15 minutes ago. And I'm like, I literally I'm walked and we were waiting to, to come into the podcast room and I just go up to Nicole like, they hand sheath the lettuce. And she just goes, I could have told you that. And I was like, okay, see ya. You didn't even ask me what my favorite in and out order is. Oh my, sorry. What's your, what's your in and out order? Okay. So my favorite in and out order is as follows. It's a cheeseburger. Stop laughing. I didn't I'm even sorry, say it. It's a cheeseburger, animal style, extra pickles, extra sauce, Bun well done. So In-N-Out does not put pickles on their standard burger, which I respect because I don't want pickles. If you've only ordered animal style, you wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that. No. Yeah. So they have pickles only for animal style orders. 
And so it's animal style, extra spread, and mustard grilled patty and grilled onions. Mm -hmm. But you're getting extra pickles on the extra pickles. And extra sauce. Hey, dog, I heard you... (laughs) Hey, dog, I heard you like bacon. That just, that did not sound like exhibit at all. <laughs> no. I'm not even going to continue what with did the you bit. Just, that sounded like a billy goat. You know what? My, <laughs> felt like a bridge troll. <laughs> hey, dog, you must pay the troll toll. My, one of my big starstruck moments in Burbank was running into Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer wow. at a coffee shop. Wow. Yeah. And, and another one. Was it romancing the bean? No, I've never been there. Oh, it's, um, I it's like just called one. like, it's called Simply Coffee. Oh. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't think I've ever been owned, there before. Owned, owned by two by two ladies. Uh, you know, <laughs> okay. one of your cold brew with a smile. <laughs> really like him. Caesar Milan goes there. My and my other big moment was when I thought I saw Brad Pitt at the pavilions. And, oh, yeah. and so much so that I brought it up in a company wide meeting Multiple and said, "I'm pretty times. sure I, I saw Brad Pitt." And then Zach Rezawali just goes, "No, that's just a guy that kind of looks like Brad Pitt. <laughs> I've seen him too." Like, okay, but anyways, what I was what, what I was does talking have to do about. With the exhibit? Hold on, was when. <laughs> I was driving to the Walmart uh-huh. and I passed uh, West Coast Customs. Oh. That's the original auto body shop. Apparently, it's not the original location that they filmed Pimp My Ride at, but they oh. moved a location. I've seen it. To Burbank. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As the cool, like, graffiti, like, West Coast Customs. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I really was cool. Starstruck. What does that have to do with In N Out at all? It does. We're just talking <laughs> about Burbank. I, I will tell you a story about In N Out. So, again, In N Out has gotten elevated by, I mean, celebrities, right? Everywhere. Wow. So, there were a bunch of stories of celebrities like ordering in and out to be delivered to like the Oscars and stuff. Yeah. Or there was like, I don't know, the Vogue after party one year had in and out catered. And so in and out truck. Yeah, they had that truck, in which those to, trucks are awesome. I've been to so many parties where they bring in and out trucks. I've been to so many bar mitzvahs. It's such a huge freaking oh part God. of Southern California life for us. So yeah. we, we grew up with that attachment to it. Yeah. But anyways, once after <laughs> after the Oscars, I went to the In-N-Out in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I sat there for four hours with my camera and a single order of fries waiting for celebrities to walk in. And none did. Were you trying to be a paparazzo? At no, that time? I was writing a very silly article for Los Angeles Magazine. Uh-huh. Um, then I was trying to catch a celebrity in and out after the Oscars, but it ended up just being all the celebrities I didn't see. And so I took pictures of random people in suits who came from the Oscars who were not celebrities. And mm. I was like, is this Robert Rodriguez? Maybe you don't know what he looks like. Sure, imagine it is. Uh, but anyways, I'm saying like in and out gets so much free publicity, which hypes it up for so many people. But it's because they think it's the, the best. Hype. I don't think it is. I think in a blind taste test, if you had an In-N-Out burger with no prior knowledge against a mom and pop burger. So I'm not talking about like McDonald's because I agree. In-N-Out is probably the best fast food burger. Can I say that? Is it? You can can say whatever you want. There's no judgment here. But why are you saying it's overrated if it's the best? That's a good question. Just because people say it's the best and that makes you upset? Because, Because people aren't saying it's the best fast food burger. I think people are saying it's the best burger, period. You have people like Anthony Bourdain. Top three. Top three. You think... Okay, you think In-N-Out is legitimately a top three burger in LA? Yes. No way. You want to know my other no two? No way. I would like to know your okay, other two. Okay, so there used to be a restaurant called PYT by the same guy who did Bar Alma. And yeah. he had a really good burger. Joseph that he, Centeno. That he wrapped, I think he wrapped it in call fat. And it was <laughs> beautiful and delicious. And he had this crazy mustard sauce that I really, really liked. And then my other favorite burger was the beef heart and bone marrow burger at Bel Campo. Yeah. So those Bel are Campo. my t- And then there's In-N-Out. <laughs> So it's it's funny you bring up Belcampo because Belcampo so Belcampo uh, it's a a butcher shop that does like really fantastically raised meats. I think they have like a ranch in Belize or I think something. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's really cool. Um, and they have a full service restaurant slash butcher shop, but they actually started like a fast food 
business that was mm-hmm. making pretty much a direct copy of In-N-Out. It was good. It was not only good, it was like, to me, significantly better than In-N-Out and really? at a cheaper price point than something like Shake Shack. I didn't like, I had one and it did not taste the same as In-N-Out to me. It was similar, but not the same. It was better to me though. Wow. The beef, like, because they use dry aged steak trimmings. Not that you can, Not that you can expect like, in and out or sure. fast food restaurants yeah. to do that. Um, but these like dry aged beef trimmings uh, and it was still very cheap. And it was something that to me, I was just like, this is the comparison for in and out mm-hmm. not Shake Shack because you know, they're, Shake they're using- different, yeah. Yeah. Curly, curly like, leaves. Yeah, I don't like, no, the, the yeah, the, the green leaf lettuce. Yeah, it's yeah. wilty, it's wilty. Yeah, and then the bun the is really apart. soft. The bun's too soft. Yeah, it's, it's like dipped, it looks like dipped in water like almost. I'm like, and they use the, the uh, crinkle cut fries who are you yeah, trying to yeah. impress? Yeah, crinkle cut, put cheese sauce, a piece of cheese, Come on, whatever. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Come it's on. top three burger, Josh. It's number three. Am I top no, three burgers? I, I, I would probably have it somewhere in like the 17, 18 range, which in a city of like 10 million people is still very impressive. 17? Yeah, I mean, you got the Okonomiyaki burger. You got oh, the you got the Big Mac from Petit up. Trois. I had I mean, it. It was <laughs> too salty. <laughs> it is pretty salty. They put the Bordelais on it. Can you defend their fries? Can you honestly yeah, sit there as a culinarian? Always, yes, because I always get my fries well done when I go there. Oh my God, no, you're not one of the fries well done people. <laughs> do you people. know what David did recently? <laughs> what did David, oh my, oh my God, God Nicole, you. what did David do? He got animal fries and then he got a whole slab of grilled onion on the fry. Oh, oh. He got, well, he got whole grilled instead he, of the, the minced grilled. He got a whole grilled onion on top of my french fries. Was it good? It was crazy delicious. <laughs> and I hate and I hate having a whole grilled in my burger because it makes it taste like kotlet, which is a Persian yeah. meat like meat souffle, <laughs> I don't know. And I hate it with the beef, but I had it with the actual uh, animal style fries and I was like tripping out cuz it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. But like you think the well done fries can run with any other fry, including fast food fries. No, because we're not arguing that. I'm the fry. Okay. The fries (sighs) at In N Out are overrated. The restaurant itself is not. What about the shakes? I I don't. What? Josh, what are the I shakes? That's part tolerance. of it. Oh, yeah, you, you eat dairy all the time. Yeah, but I have lactate pills. If <laughs> That's I, right. You run to your purse to get the lactate if pills. If I had a milkshake <laughs> with my burger, <laughs> I would throw up <laughs> everywhere. Oh, my God. That would be the worst experience. I did have their milkshakes once, a, a Neapolitan one, and it was good, but it's not as good as a Johnny Rockets milkshake. <laughs> Shout out better. to Johnny Rockets. You and I both have a huge attachment to maybe more so than in and out <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, my parents. Okay. Well, I used to get the grilled cheese from In and Out. Oh, this is a really embarrassing story. When I was a kid, I would get the grilled cheese from In and Out, and the cheese would always get stuck to the paper. Yes. So you would. T- you eat the paper. <laughs> no. I wouldn't eat the paper. I would. I would tongue out the cheese with in the paper. Yeah, like, I would do the same thing, but I would scrape my teeth against the paper, and inevitably, you would eat some of the paper. Just a little. Paper, Which is the most pleasant it. bite. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the best It's part. like when the wrappers partly get stuck to the Starburst. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I don't have time to finish picking this off. I'm just going to eat the paper. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like it's doubled down. It's kind of like cubed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when you cube something, like in math. Yeah. But with cheese. Yeah, it, it heightens the flavor. It, it exponentiates this it. This is so embarrassing. No, everyone eats cheese paper. That is, call in on the hotline right now to tell us your cheese paper eating stories. But see, experiences like that. That don't make me feel like it's overrated. I I mean, I think it's just, it's delicious food, it's easy food, it's fast food, it's cheap food, but it's all really good quality food too. The veggies are really good. The sauce, delightful. French fries, eh. The burgers, hot. They are hot. They are hot. So hot. They are hot. Sauce so cold. They are hot. I think people though, 
there are myths about In-N-Out's food quality that I, I think people, so I call this- Debunk a, it. <laughs> let's debunk some In-N-Out. Debunk Take it. that, Snyder family. I think there are a lot of myths surrounding the quality of In-N-Out. Like I agree that it is delicious and that it is a lot fresher than all, pretty much all other fast food, not even pretty much, than definitely every other fast food chain. I wouldn't know, I mean, I wouldn't know. But there's so many people, like I was talking to someone, I, I call this the Trader Joe's effect, where someone goes, uh, yeah, but we're talking about the calories in In-N-Out or uh-huh. something or other. And someone goes like, yeah, but In-N-Out uses all organic ingredients. <laughs> And I was like, what are you, t- what are you oh, talking no, they about? Don't they get yeah. their beef from like one of the biggest factory farming yeah. operations, which is how a hamburger can cost $1.79. Exactly. You know, and that's just like a, a fact of agroeconomics. But like, you know, there are some things where I think every In-N-Out store has to get their food supplies from within 300 miles of a distribution center, which is like very good. And I believe all their beef is raised in the United States where someone did DNA testing on McDonald's hamburgers. Okay. And found out that like... Cows from three different continents ended up in the no. same McDonald's burger. No. They're like American cows, like cows raised in Europe and like cows raised in Australia all ending up in the same burger. And like, I guess there's some actual crazy insidious sciencey thing that could happen with like antibiotic resistance and all that. Um, I don't know. I- I'll eat a McDonald's hamburger and feel okay about it. Um, yeah. But in and out, you know, they-, they do take certain steps, but then the people sort of get these ideas in their head and they take it a step further that In-N-Out never claimed to do. Like, I don't blame In-N-Out for being overrated. They make a very good product. They treat their employees well and they have slowly grown their business to an incredible brand that for me, people have run with so hard. And now I think we're getting a lot of people who like are showing up to California being like, oh my God, I can't wait to try In-N-Out. I saw it all over Instagram. And then they eat it and they just go like, this is just a normal burger. It's like, that's the point. It's a normal burger, which is perfectly fine. A $1.79 hamburger should not be the most transcendent thing you've ever eaten. A $1.79 hamburger is what you're supposed to eat, you know, after a youth basketball game and someone like the cool team mom takes you through the drive-thru and you get a $1.79 hamburger to fill your little child belly. You know, like a $1.79 hamburger. It's, you know, like a working class food. It is a normal ass lunch for a person who lives in the region. It is not for an Instagram influencer to say that it's the greatest thing they've ever had. And I think that is the territory that we've ended up in. How much uh, did it cost you to buy those In-N-Out shoes that you're wearing? I'm not wearing the In-N-Out shoes I know shoes you're right not wearing now. them right now. How Were much, you going to lie? Were you going to lie? No, no, no. I was going to say how much. Did, I bought how about In-N-Out the socks? shoes. How about the socks? You got the socks? I didn't get the socks. I think I, I only got the shoes. But you have the socks. No, you no. have the socks. And I, so I do have the In-N-Out shoes. The In-N-Out shoes cost me $60, and I really love them. It's a part of the brand. It's a part so of the brand. So why are you wearing I, overrated sh- brand shoes? I'm a shameless hype beast. I want the clout. Okay, so no, no, no. you're saying it's overrated, but you yourself are are giving into the clout. I am a part of the machine. Nicole, we you're live part in of, a society. See, you can't say it's overrated and then purchase it and then go eat there all the time. That's, I think I, being a hypocrite is central <laughs> to my brand in the same way. No, you are right. You like, are I guess, a hypocrite. Yeah, I also I'm I'm planning on getting an in and out tattoo. Well, why you gotta do that, bro? I think it's gonna be really cool, dude. Check this Where? out. So so it's gonna be no, 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 cool. Look at my arm. I'm so it's gonna at be, it. It's gonna be a, a round bicep tattoo that at the first glance is gonna look like a tribal armband, but then you realize that it's actually the in and out cup. Uh-huh. But no, I. To me, I consider In-N-Out a formative part of, like, my identity, right? Being big into food and also, like, not growing up with a ton of money and being able to get that happiness for $1.79 and also feel like I'm eating something exclusive that has, God, this is the douchiest thing to say, that has terroir, like wine, right? Terroir? Terroir, like the um, character of the soil 
that grew the grapes, right? That there are ancient minerals in these certain valleys in France that can only produce, you know, the best Cab Franc. That's what I'm saying. Like, In-N-Out, to me, it has to be in Southern California, and it has to mean something to you. We got these tourist vultures coming in from uh, Gary, Indiana. So what? Being disappointed by In-N-Out. Why do people? It's mine. Then why do people go to Gary, Indiana to see Michael Jackson's house, man? Whatever. Wait, Michael Jackson, Gary, Indiana? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that at all. We're, yeah. I pulled Gary, Indiana out because I recently watched the movie Glory Road about the uh, Western Texas basketball team that won the national championship, one of the players from Gary, Indiana. Yeah. But so was Michael Jackson. Yeah, bet you didn't know that. Did not know that. Uh, Yeah. What I was going to say before I got very sidetracked from (laughs) knowing where Michael Jackson's Birthplaces was uh, you're a hypocrite and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> I totally forgot. What no, I, I am. I mean, I I've absolutely bought into the internet hype, but for me, God, I, this is something I literally said in the office like an hour ago, where oh. I said if I like it, it's cool. If I hate it, it's super lame, and no one should do it. Yeah, and I am just a, an absolute hypocrite. Okay, and so I, I suppose I agree with you. How many that. times have you gone to In and Out like in your life? Hundreds upon hundreds. Yeah. Mm, probably not a thousand, somewhere in the deep hundreds. Somewhere in the deep hundreds. Like, there's so many memories you have associated with In-N-Out. There are. But I'm sure there's, like, the same exact feeling for someone that has a lot of rallies. Rallies is one. Rallies is one. No, but that, that's a really good point, though. There are so many of these regional fast yeah. food chains. The thing I love about fast food that really fascinates me about it is that it connects people through common experiences. Super, yeah. Right? So this is a good example. Waffle House. Waffle sure. House is huge among the South. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Bourdain also, you know, wrote some beautiful essays about Waffle House. Rhett and Link talk about Waffle House and how awesome it is so much. And like there's there's symbolism to Waffle Houses, right? They're often the only restaurant that's open during hurricanes. Yeah, I, I remember. There's literally like the National Weather Service has something called the Waffle House Index mm-hmm. based on how bad a hurricane is. They can see that by how many Waffle Houses have closed down. And again, Waffle House, big in the South. The only time I've ever been to a Waffle House, it's the closest Waffle House to California is in Aurora, Colorado. <laughs> and I went there and I ate the waffles and the loaded hash browns that are clucked, chucked, flipped, and flammed or whatever. Uh, and I ate it and I was like, this is a it's, a, it's undercooked hash browns and a crappy waffle. Yeah. Right. For me, I didn't have the context. I did not have, and I would have said but Waffle do, House is overrated. But do you need context to enjoy a meal? I, I do believe it helps. I believe, like You've you been said, a fast like, food meal? But like you said, like you said, I have been in and out hundreds of times and I have all these memories built up and that builds on the specialness. Right? I don't think you would think In-N-Out burgers taste as good if you hadn't been there hundreds of times, especially know. since you were a kid. If you hadn't eaten all that know. cheese paper. I don't know. One time I went to uh, this amusement park. What, which one is it? Not not Disneyland. What's the other one, Josh? Knott's Berry Farm? No, what's the other one? Six Flags? One with Flags? All, the one with, yeah, Six I went Flags. To, one time I went to Six Flags <laughs> and I had the best In-N-Out experience. Have you ever noticed that whenever you go to In-N-Out that's like not your hometown In-N-Out? It's so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like so, the one on the way to Barstow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That is, that's my fiance's favorite In-N-Out. <laughs> Great in and out. Mine is the one next to Six Flags. <laughs> I just love how it tastes. It tastes better when it's like not familiar in a weird way, but also just familiar enough. You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It is. It's like a, a, a house with a thousand windows at only one door, and it leads to In and Out. Uh, that metaphor made literally no sense. I, you know, sometimes you start talking, and then you're like, I have no idea where this sentence is yes, going, but you often. just push through and hope it wraps up. So at the end. much. Oh, but that's this whole podcast all the time. That's the whole. That's point just of this podcast. the brain of the operation. You, See, you that know, was an example. That was literally <laughs> that an was example. The brain of the operations. <laughs> Raising cane sucks. Can we get that one out of the Who way? Put celery salt in their darn Celery salt. 
well, what are you doing? Is it a Bloody it's Mary? BS. Don't think so. Apparently, you know, I, I mentioned that and someone told me there is no celery salt oh, in it. Oh, what is it? I, do, wait, do you taste celery salt in it? I taste something off. It's like a weird hickory, herbaly yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Some old I've, coriander. I always thought it was celery salt. It tastes like celery it's salt. Celery salt? But anyways, if you grew up with that celery salt ass raising canes. But like we did it. We also had raising kings here. No, we didn't. No. No, the first Raising Cane's came in like the like mid two thousands in one random part in Orange County. Oh, Raising Cane's I only is, had it once. I think Louisiana. Oh, or is that Zaxby's? Might be both. I've only had it once. Yeah, no, I I've, I've had it like twice, and I disliked it both times. But people who are from that area, I mean, I felt the same way about Chick Fil A, and I still feel that way about Chick Fil A. No, I like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that the morals of Chick Fil A are questionable. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. But like Chick Fil A, it's Chick-fil-A. that thing that's that's Chick-fil-A. big in the South. And I remember I I roomed with a guy who was from Atlanta when I went to Shot Put Camp when I was 17. You I went, went to, to Shot Put Camp. Yeah, that's I went to really overnight cute. Shot Put Camp in uh, Tacoma or no Spokane, Washington. Really For cool. how long? It was like a week. It was really great. Oh, I, I, I wish like met it was a lot longer. of. Yeah, oh, God, me too. I wish I could go back. Um, <laughs> I met a lot of a lot of good friends. My roommate Caleb was from Atlanta, and he was like, "Oh man, you've never been to a Chick Fil A. Oh, it's the best <laughs> thing you've ever eaten in your life." And then a Chick Fil A finally opened in Orange County, and I was like, "Oh my God, this chicken sandwich is about to be transcendent!" And I ate it, and I was like, "Oh hey, what's up? Worse Wendy's?" No, it's not worse than Wendy's. Look, we I, literally had we, the Wendy's chicken. <laughs> we had the new Wendy's chicken sandwich like two days ago together. We're like, oh, "What is this?" We sh- we shared this? a Wendy's chicken sandwich. We just ordered one to share just for research for our job. Yes, uh, it's pretty bad. It was From bad. What we had. Can I tell you why? It's the pickles. It was a weird dill pickle dill pickle and chicken. No. Yeah, it was it was aggressively dilly. Don't just, give me that. Too sour did I not don't work. Need that. But anyways, I was very disappointed by Chick-fil-A because it was hyped. And so once you rate something so high, it is inevitable that it will just by definition be overrated. Whataburger is the same way for me. You ever been to a Whataburger? Where is it? Texas. Never been to Texas. And the Texans like to play the Whataburger versus In-N-Out game. <laughs> Do you remember one time we got Whataburger sauce and you kept refilling it with water <laughs> so it would become salad dressing? That, okay, this, this oh is my how, God, this is the worst. you can tell how much money someone grew up with by how they treat the end of a condiment bottle. And soap. And soap, and, and soap. soap. If you do not add water to it and dilute it. Always add water to the soap. Yeah, I add water to the end of my ranch dressing bottles and I shake them up. I add water to the end of my ketchup bottles until no, it's a thin pink liquid soaking my fries. No, no, no. I only do that with my shampoos and my shower gels. Yeah, actually now now that I've like raised in, in socioeconomic uh-huh, status, uh-huh. I only do one water fill. Oh, good. And then after that, I'm like, you know what? This is done. I can move on to the next one. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm down to one water fill. That's good my, for you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We're coming up in the world. Yeah, big time. Yeah, but the Whataburger sauce was pretty good. I put that. I I, I put that all on salad dressing. <laughs> you used to make it so wet. <laughs> that, that was the origin of the phrase "wet salad." <laughs> hey, Josh, what are you eating? Ah, big old wet salad. I like my salads to. I like people. Are like, oh, I just want the dressing to accent the greens. No, the dressing's the point. <laughs> the greens are the afterthought. So, Josh, what have we learned today? That you still think it's overrated? Question mark. I really hope not. No, nah, honestly, 20 minutes ago, you convinced me that I didn't actually think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I totally told on myself. This is something that I've been saying for a long <laughs> you time. You always tell on yourself. I always tell myself. But you know, I'm that just book. shows you have a good moral like compass. Yeah, because I literally just said In-N-Out is the best fast food burger to yeah. ever exist. And yeah. I believe that. I What a burger. Nothing can compare to the freshness. Nothing, nothing is cooked with, I don't know, in a blind taste test if I could taste fresh versus frozen beef. But like you said, In-N-Out patties are hot, which is freaking rare in a fast food burger. Hot. 
And they're hot. They're fresh off the grill. And yeah. they're right to. And the lettuce is cold. And the sauce is cold. Sauce is cold. And the, the buns stay cold. toasted. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Ar- it's artisanal, Josh. It is. I mean, it's it's a perfectly architected fast food burger that costs $1.79 without all the additional add-ons and whatnot. Yeah. And I don't believe any other fast food chain at its scale. Five Guys cannot touch that. To me, Shake Shack cannot touch that. Nope. I do not enjoy me Shake Shack very much. Yeah. I've had the Whataburgers. I've had uh, some random chain in Oklahoma that I can't remember, but someone from Oklahoma is going to give me a one star on okay. that because he's like, you know, like Blimpy Burger, you <laughs> idiot. Blimpies. Uh, but no. And like you said, I've bought the In-N-Out merch because I, I want people to know my values, yeah. that I am from Southern California, that I love In-N-Out, and I have great respect for their business model. I mean, to me, honestly, it reminds me a lot of mythical, not to get like too deep into the Kinda, business practices. I know of mythical. what you mean. It's just it's just respect throughout every single uh, part of the job. Yeah, doesn't matter if you're a manager, or if you're just starting out on the cash wrap. Yeah, and yeah. the reason you can do that is because you didn't expand too quickly and mm-hmm. completely ruin the quality of everything you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they ruined the quality of the company when they gave us a podcast a little bit. You know, that was a weird move. They kind of just threw us in here with Maggie. I disagree, What's up, Maggie. I thoroughly enjoy this, and I am glad for the opportunities. <laughs> if you're listening to this threatening. <laughs> link. <laughs> No, but I mean, you know, In-N-Out never franchised and they've said that they never will. And they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. They They just, they built organically from the ground up and they ran a badass company and they make a fantastic $1.79 hamburger. And I guess that's all you can ask. That is the top tier of what one can ask for. All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call... Opinion? Uh, what are you? You're looking oh at your God. phone. Oh my God. Oh my it's God. called oh opinions God. are like casseroles. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. For, for those paying attention, <laughs> so unlike sorry. Nicole. Opinions are like casseroles. Before we start the segment, I want to read a quote from Mindy. Uh, she does our research packets for the podcast, and she's completely awesome. Good. And she's from Southern California as well. Mm-hmm. I am such a big fan of In and Out. I just I asked her what she thinks, so she didn't just send me this message unabated. <laughs> I'm such a big fan of In-N-Out. I personally don't think it's overrated since they always deliver on dot, 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 the vibes, which is true. So true. In-N-Out is vibes. We used to hang out. People like rival high school used to fight yep. in the In-N-Out parking lot. Yeah, it was Liddy. It was Liddy. In-N-Out yeah. was so lit. Yeah, yeah. Like Chipotle, we tried to switch to Chipotle as like the, we tried to like. <gasps> Who made that We choice? tried to. I did. I did. I did. I was trying to start like another click. And I was yeah, like, yeah, right. let's do our own thing at Chipotle. And no vibes. No yeah. vibes at Chipotle parking lot. Of course there's no vibes at Chipotle. <laughs> Their product is always consistent, fresh, tasty, convenient, and cheap. And the service and environment is pretty much always super friendly and upbeat. Of course, I'm biased since I'm from SoCal, but I think they offer everyone the quintessential California casual West Coast experience in all their branches. Even their merch is dope. I bought it. The merch is dope. Thank you for thinking my shoe choice is dope, Mindy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. And, and Maggie, Maggie, our, our producer, engineer? Boss. I don't know. No she's one has our, any. Do, do we she's have? Our, she's our executive boss. Do we have Do we have any titles at Mythical? Uh, we just kind of hang out. <laughs> Maggie, who is in the sound booth, who re- edits and records everything Nicole and I say, she like was sitting down in the chair as we came into the studio and was just like, I hate that you guys are doing this. I'm like, what? She's like, in and out is such a special place in my heart. And I understand that. It does. And I absolutely respect that as a special place in mine. I can't wait to get tatted up with my in and out ink. Uh, when it when it's safe to do so. Please don't get a tattoo of a dinner. I'm gonna. Get, are you against tattoos because of like the Judaism reason? No, of course That's not. Like my grandma's. Why no. would you sky your body? I am not your grandma. God gave you this, this body. This is the last Joshua. time I'm gonna tell you. I am not your grandma. Shut up, grandma. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start with at bleed two tone. 
I like to put gummy snacks in my Miller High Life <laughs> so I have a little treat when my beer is finished. I really respect this. Yeah, I love this. Okay. What I don't... Okay, here's, here's my problem, though. <laughs> first of all, I love Miller High Life. It was the first yeah. beer I ever drank. Champagne of beer. Shout out to Miller High Life. However, gummy bears, to me, I don't like them when they're cold. But mm-hmm. that is because I have bad teeth. <laughs> yes. And so Fact. if you like cold gummy bears, this is a lovely treat. But for me, the best application of this would be a warm Miller High Life <laughs> soaked gummy bears in it. But then it makes the Miller High Life worse. Yeah. You know? Well, all I know is that it's Miller time. hey You like that? hey That was good. Yeah, That's the commercial. Yeah. It's Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to be Obama right now? No. If oh. I was trying to be Obama, I would speak more with his cadence so bad at and it. I would make the Obama hand gesture it's like it's like almost there okay Guinea Guinea Ginny <laughs> Smith 17 says my husband thinks any sausage can be breakfast sausage if you eat it in the morning I agree I love all sausages and you can eat them at any time and I think this is a good idea I like your husband well here I think we need to break down you trying to steal this woman's husband <laughs> no Nicole come on now come on now be respectful I, be respectful of monogamy I just said I like your husband because I like his views are you like are you in like with, with her husband? So who does everyone <laughs> like? Who does everyone like? Uh, I like sausage at any time of the day. Give me any sausage any time of day. I don't care, man. I think what you should really be questioning is what is breakfast, though. <laughs> like, come on. Like, because when you're saying time, like, morning, but yeah, but, but no, 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 I don't think you're talking about morning. I think you're talking about pairings. Because when you're talking about breakfast no. sausage, you're probably talking about you, pairing it with eggs. This person literally said, if you eat in the morning. Read, read the text. Mm, I can't read. <laughs> I've been faking it the whole time. I kind of guess at what the mouth sounds would be based on the page. Uh, no, I love making just like a nice breakfast platter with some andouille sausage in yeah, there. Yeah, there's no. A little no, mild Italian. I agree. There's no right or wrong sausage. Eat it. Yeah. We're sausage inclusive here. Super. At Lizard Cowboy, <laughs> yams and marshmallows? Please explain. Food history lesson needed. I ain't got no food history lesson. Yams you got a food history lesson? and marshmallow origin story? So, I mean, the way I think about it, like, yams and marshmallows are a very, like, 1950s marshmallows were just developed and it was very excited and someone from the Jet Puff Corporation needed to sell more marshmallows and just threw them on top of yams and baked them and was like, eat it. I love it. According to an article article from Savior Magazine documented by the Library of Congress, the first recipe of mashed sweet potatoes with marshmallows dates to 1917, where wow. marketers of Angus marshmallows hired Janet McKenzie Hill, founder of the Boston Cooking School magazine, to develop a recipe for the booklet designed to encourage home cooks to embrace the candy as an everyday ingredient. Very interesting. Also funny that now we kind of consider marshmallows to be an ingredient, right? Yeah. I think like it's not are. a candy. No, I wouldn't eat a marsh. I don't like eating marshmallows by themselves. Oh, I love it. No. Julia, Julia, so Julia and I just moved in together. Yeah. Julia, she keeps, yeah, very exciting. So, uh, Congratulations. So, so she likes to make a little treat for herself uh-huh. on some nights where she takes a single graham cracker oh, and puts so chocolate on it and, and, and marshmallow she's and she really like toasts cute. it ah! and she makes a little individual s'more. But then that means we always got marshmallows in the house. So I just stuff about six, seven of them in my mouth and go to town. Question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you like your marshmallows like golden or black? Black, black. <laughs> I, I light them on fire. I blow them out. I remove the foreskin. I put it in my mouth. And why then I get another mark. <laughs> why? Why are we That's the why same this works. It's so frustrating. I take off the foreskin too. You got to do it. It was in our heritage to take off the foreskin. You can't not. <laughs> oh, my God. Hannah underscore show in 20. Chocolate pudding. <laughs> chocolate, poo- chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding. Do you want to see my chocolate pudding? That was Norwegian. Is this just, is this just 
make fun of Nicole Hour? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Chocolate pudding and pirate's booty is the bomb. No. I, I don't, don't like, like I don't even like pirates. I love chocolate pudding. I don't like pirate's booty. <laughs> I am the opposite way. I don't care for chocolate pudding, but I uh, love pirate's booty. Because my brother, we would we used to live like right next to a Trader Joe's and like uh-huh. we'd go shopping and you know, like my dad would have a little shopping budget and stuff. Uh-huh, my brother nice. would always like demand pirate's booty because hmm. he was just like a little complete a-hole, love you, John. <laughs> but like, you know, when he was a kid, he was like the worst. He was mean. He was mean. Big and, mean brother. Yeah, he'd yeah. like just threaten to scream all the time if he didn't get his way. <laughs> um, I remember what that, we won't just get into it. But anyways, point is, we would always have pirate's booty in the house, but zero sum game only had enough money to spend on groceries. I couldn't get a snack that I wanted. <laughs> and so I just look at, at Pirate's Booty and just think of opportunity cost and I get pretty mad about it. So now Hannah's showing this oppor- th- this opinion enrages me. Okay. At Spexor, ranch Doritos and French onion dip don't at me or do I'm not your supervisor. <laughs> Joke's on you. We don't have a supervisor. It's just me. <laughs> just Which <laughs> I'm like literally I gave Nicole a year-end <laughs> review. So uh, Josh not only is my boss he's also my supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, it's pretty. I like how we're talking about how Mythical runs such a tight ship, like In and Out. You know, like didn't expand too fast, didn't take outside money, grew from within, promoted from within, and they're just like, "I'm oh, the supervisor, and I'm yelling about Doritos." <laughs> uh, this sounds good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. You yeah. know, I've, I've I've talked a lot about flavored chips and dips, and uh, I've gone every which way on my opinion about them, and, yeah. and I don't even know where I stand anymore. Sometimes I don't know if I have any genuine opinions or if I just have things that I think can stir internet controversy. Yeah. there's a lot of sour cream going on in here. A lot of sour. Cream. Like, there's a lot of sour cream powder in. Mm-hmm. Ranch Doritos, mm-hmm. and then there's so much sour cream and sour cream powder and French onion dips. So I think you just like sour cream. A lot of MSG, too. You like sour, just mix sour cream and MSG and just mainline that. Just yeah. rub it into your gums and get in your bloodstream faster. Chris, period, Nicole, 29. Dipping pickles in a vanilla milkshake is no different than dipping fries. Equally good. Uh, No, what? it's not the same. It. It's can, good, probably. Yeah, you can say Pregnancy it's... Pregnancy cravings. Pregnant. Oh, you got a bun in the oven. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Chris. I'm so excited. This is like a weird pregnancy craving. I can't get behind it. Yeah, no, something about when you bite into a pickle, the juices kind of explode in your mouth, which is a very pleasant experience to me. Ugh, love it. Especially when you're eating pickles with something starchy, right? Pickles on a sandwich, sure. whatever, delicious. Yeah. To me, having the fatty, liquidy milkshake already in your mouth and then having pickle juice run over <laughs> that fatty dairy liquid uh, makes me feel not great inside um i'm happy if you're happy and i think you know uh you should probably keep doing it to imply that it's no different than dipping fries to me is a factual inaccuracy there is a hefty difference between mm. pickles and fries mm-hmm. you imagine you went to a fast food restaurant and you were just like can i get an order of fries and they're like sorry we're out of fries but good news there's a mound of pickles yeah so have fun fun fact me and david when we get in and out we always get a cup full of pickles <laughs> This is not a joke. Of course you do. There is in the cup holder is a cup of pickles, and we take that and the pepperoncinis, and we dip it in the sauce. I just put pickles in my cup holder in my car. No, like no other cup, just pickles. What did I do that? I did that with something like during an episode, like I was just eating <laughs> chocolate out of the cup holder. I don't know. Oh, I think I put shrimp in the cup holder. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> at I make coffees. <laughs> Wheaties are frosted flakes that grew up and got boring. No, bran flakes are frosted flakes that grew up and got boring. Uh, I love Wheaties. Wheaties are frosted flakes that grew up and got yoked. Yeah, Wheaties are frosted flakes that went to the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but brand flakes help you poop. Um, <laughs> however, however, so as someone who, you know, experiments a lot with his body, um, that, that sounds <laughs> dirty. No, I meant like I've done a lot of weird sort of like diety stuff. You know, okay. I like to work out a lot. And like a year ago when I was really trying to put on muscle pretty uh-huh. aggressively, 
and gain some weight. I was eating a ton of protein, uh, but it was hard to get enough fiber to push the protein out of my butthole. <laughs> okay. Um, so I started, you know, I was like, I need to start eating some sort of fiber-rich cereal because it's something I'll enjoy. And the fiber content of Bran Flakes mm-hmm. compared to something like Fiber One nothing good. Like fiber one has so much fiber in it. That stuff will run through you. I'm but, so happy to know this. But I would you? pour the protein powder on the fiber one. So it'd just be like a net net, you know, I don't need this. Yeah. You should be concerned about my digestive I, health is part. I literally of, today people were, it was like 1113 and people were like, where's John? <laughs> you knew where I was. <laughs> I knew where you were. That is too intimately familiar with with your. I'm your boss. That's stupid. What a joke. I was in my executive conference <laughs> session. It's funny because sometimes I'll I'll say I'm in a meeting and you know exactly where I am, and then someone will be like, "Oh, how was the meeting? Like, did you get the creative for this episode settled?" And I was like, "I got something settled." <laughs> Most of the time, I am working while on the toilet, so that's where almost all of the titles of all the Mythical Kitchen episodes are decided while I am on the toilet. That's the only time I get to do oh it. You know, God. we're podcasting, we're shooting episodes, we're making food. Oh the only time I get to decide the titles. Very important part is uh, while I'm while pooping. I'm hot. Please stop this conversation. And on that note, I got to go hit the toilet. <laughs> Thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. If you want to be featured on Opinions Without Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Zada with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. For more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I, just, I need about eight minutes.